Welcome to the Almost Not a Teacher podcast. Here, we are sharing experiences and how it's like being in the childcare and student care teaching industry. Let's discuss on teachers stepping out of their classrooms and into their new career path. I'm Shahida, and it's so nice to have you listening in. Teachers, do you know that your skills are transferable? Let's find out together on how we can empower you as a teacher and a career switcher. Hello and welcome back to episode 6. The past few episodes, we have introduced the childcare and student care sectors and also hoping that the classroom management episode are essentially beneficial for former teachers and also anyone who is keen to jump into the industry in the future. I'm actually super excited to tell you guys that we are going to have our little squiggle into career transitioning. We hope that by the end of this episode, you will have a clearer view on what you want to do for your new path or for your current path. No matter how many days or months or years you have been in that particular job, has there ever been a time that you just sit and idle during work just thinking if this is what you want to do, if this is what you actually want to continue doing? There's nothing wrong in being a child cancer and care teacher. Like we mentioned in the previous episodes, it's a fulfilling job. Different people have different career paths they want to venture into. Okay, so firstly, are you just demotivated by your working environment or are you demotivated with your career, with your role? So you just want to get out of the industry. See, those two are very, very different. So what is the difference? Being demotivated in your working environment means that you're stagnant. Nothing's moving. There are no challenges. The first day that you've arrived in the job, they taught you, you learned, you observed, but it has been months, it has been years for you there now, and everything just feels normal. There's no challenges, there are no other new responsibilities, it's just very stagnant. And you crave for that responsibility, you crave for something new. See, in day one, you might have learned classroom management, lesson planning, enrollment of students, liaising with stakeholders. But right now, you've done it all. But you want more. However, you are not given the opportunity. But you are still very much interested in creating a good environment for yourself in that role. But you feel like you're so boxed up, like it's limiting you from exploring new ideas, to put yourself into action. So what are the ways that you can combat this? Firstly, voicing out to management regarding your growth and opportunities and what are the new responsibilities that you are able to explore into. Maybe a promotion, maybe a new responsibility given by the management. If the management do not want to hear it or is not interested in your growth and your interests, then play a red flag and you should move out from that company. Secondly, changing an environment, changing the company but still the same role. Not all companies are the same. They have different cultures, different ways to tackle their employees. They have different offices, different classrooms. So different company, different structure. And different structure requires you to learn everything from the start again. You have to adapt, you have to observe, you have to execute it. 
according to how your new company wants. These are some ways that could help combat your demotivation in your current working environment. The next one, you are demotivated in your career, in your role. You actually do not find the longing and interest in teaching anymore. Even if you are given opportunities, responsibility for you to grow in that current company, you're not interested. You don't want it. You just want a new thing. You want a new challenge, a totally new path. You're not even keen in finding ways to make your time in that current environment better. At work, you're just thinking of ways on what you will do in the future. See, these are signs for you to just move on. When you're planning a new path for yourself, that is already a subtle sign for you that you have clocked out from your current role. Staying for three more months, six more months, staying for one more year will just be bad for you. Why is it bad? Because when I go to work, I spend 40 hours a week from 10 to 7 p.m. I want half of my day, five days a week to not be something that is draining me. I want to find the least bit of joy in that current workplace. If you tell yourself that, oh, I'm going to stay for six more months. I'm just going to stay for one more year. Tell yourself why you do that. Is it because of financial issues or is it because you just don't know what to do yet? So all reasons are valid to be honest. But staying on something that no longer serves you a purpose would just drain you. Because you're trying so hard to put in effort onto something that you're not interested in. Onto something that doesn't give you the fulfillment. So it's just going to be dreadful. You're going to drag yourself to work. And that's when not only will you be demotivated in your career, but you will be demotivated as a whole. So let's prevent that. What are some ways to combat demotivation in your career? Honestly, one word, leave. But what's stopping you from leaving? Is it because of money, financial issues, unable to identify your skill sets, proper resume? You're not able to find what you truly want to do in your next path? Okay, let's go on one by one. If you're not leaving because you need that salary, you need that financial support, until you get the next job. How can you target this is, you may find a job first. Go on interviews, get that offer, get that bag. Start your role a day or weeks after your last day in your current workplace. So by doing this, you will not be unemployed for months and during that period of months, you're still searching for a job. You hold a stability in your current workplace, but also go for interviews at other companies. Next identifying your skill sets this depends on what career you want to hop into which industry you're more inclined to an example if you are planning to be a graphic designer instead what are some skills that you have done what are some things that you have done during your role as a teacher that required you to do design let me just mention some few that i have in my head there are poster designs for your class during your activities there are also certain projects that you have done with your students other ad hoc things such as more posters more reward charts so being a teacher actually requires you to be creative a lot you find yourself designing not just posters not just printing things but also physically building and creating a project 
you go on to that job requirement a graphic designer or a designer and you read through what are the skills required for that role and you align with what you have translate it into the required job next resume where can you find good information on how to write a proper and professional resume? What are the certain type of resume formats that hiring managers look forward to? So there are a lot of platforms that you can go and search for resume formats. I have attached the links in the episode description so you can read up and also explore your resume writing. But apart from that, right now... <laughs> Even going on to Microsoft Word to type in one word to start off writing your resume is tough because you don't know where to start. Should I use the template? Should I create a table? There is also actually a platform that helps you with that format. There are free templates. Just choose a template. Key in details of yourself, your experience, your education, your personal details. If you have a website portfolio, add it. In. Again, I'll be attaching the links. All links will be provided in the episode description. So I hope that will benefit you guys and also help you guys with whatever burning questions or curiosities that you have. Next, what are the things stopping you from leaving? You just cannot find what you want. This is like a midlife crisis question, right? We all have think about this question at least once or twice in our life. See, finding what you want to do is not an answer that will just drop from the sky. It will not take a day. Sometimes it will take longer than a week. You might think that you want to do something, but the next week you realize this is not what I want to do. I want to do this instead. So how to combat this? As you grow, you are always free to create new paths. So if you feel more inclined towards a certain industry, research on it. If you know some people who are in that industry, ask them questions. Get to know them. Connect with them. Ask yourself, will it benefit me in the future? Because at the end of the day, whose opinions matter most is yourself. Will it make you happy? If it doesn't make you happy, why are you still thinking about it? Keep that off your list. The links for anything that is useful that I've mentioned has already been provided in the episode description. Explore it. I hope it benefits you. And I hope that the questions that was brought up in this episode makes you start your thinking process on your new career path. Thank you for listening in to this episode. Follow us on Instagram for other tips, news, and updates on this podcast. If you're loving our podcast, spread the word and share it with your network. Screen record or screenshot and tag us in your social media. If you have any questions, stories, or your personal experiences to share on our podcast, you can email it to us at almostnotateacher at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. Till then, 